Welcome back to the Back in the Gap podcast. I'm your host, Ware, and I'm joined by my co-host, Joey and Josh. We're talking about the fruit of the, or one of the fruit of the spirits tonight on this fine evening. We'll be talking about kindness. And would either of y'all like to jump in and, and describe what kindness is in a more Christian context? Because there's a very different view of what kindness is compared to what the world thinks versus what Christianity says what kindness is. Yeah, sure. I think that um, I think there is a big difference there because, like, I think a lot of times we we kind of think about kindness as just like doing everything that we can to not make people upset, right? And like that's the goal of kindness. Um, I think that's definitely a part of it, right? Like we don't want to upset people, and we shouldn't seek that out. But I think that that has kind of. Um, maybe become more of the definition is like not making people upset rather than, you know, kindness is like uplifting people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think sometimes like to uplift people, we have to maybe bring a certain part of them down. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, uh, like where say you got on some destructive path of violence, you're punching people on the street it would not be kind of me to just leave you be. I'd be like, well, I don't want to upset him, so I'm just going to let him just keep punching people in the face. Mm-hmm. In, instead, it'd be the kind thing for me to do would be to maybe physically stop you and then like, hey, you shouldn't do this. This is wrong of you to do. And um, like that would upset you probably, but also it's the right thing to do. And it is kind for me to prevent you from causing harm. Yeah, for sure. Um. Josh, you have anything to add to that, I guess? Yeah, um, I think kindness, first and foremost, is an attitude that we have because I, I think it can take a lot of different forms aside from just like a lot of people, I think, when they when they talk about kindness, the first thing that comes to their mind is how they talk to other people, talking to other people in a kind way, um, making sure that you're polite to other people. But I, I think it goes beyond that. I think it spurs from that, um, that original attitude of being nice to people and genuinely wanting to do good for people. But I think it goes beyond that too, of just being like seeing what you can do to help other people, having an attitude that genuinely spurs on um, intentions and actions that uh, will bless other people because, um, you know, it's one of the fruits of the spirits that's listed along with love, joy, peace, patience, all the other ones. And you can see the way that Jesus displayed kindness to a lot of people was the same way that he displayed grace. He would heal the sick. He would, um, he would teach, he would do all these things for people that have, um, practical application to them. He would, um, feed them. He would, um, do all these things for them that fulfilled a genuine need that they had and did it out of the generosity of his heart. So I, I think kindness covers a broad range of different things. Um, how you address people, um, the things that you do for other people. Um, I think it, all of it genuinely spurs from this attitude that you get, uh, a desire to do good for other people, I think is where it spurs from. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that kind of, like, you know, we've kind of covered that they are different, but, like, why why do we think, like, the world thinks of kindness differently than, I guess, what the Bible would teach about kindness? I think what you see a lot in Scripture, it goes beyond, like, how do you feel within that mo- mo- moment? It's, it's a lot more just sacrificial, if that makes sense. Mm. 
where a, a, a lot of times, right, well, I'll do something kind because I feel like I'm in the right mindset to do something kind. And when you read stories within the, within Scripture, like a lot of it's, I'm gonna be kind because I know that's what I should do beyond beyond how how I may feel 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 about it. And also sometimes the world standard is, well, if it works out for for me, of like what yeah. what do I get out of this type thing? That's one thing I struggled with for a while. Is like I I really wouldn't care to help out someone um if um if it didn't get get it, it, if if I didn't get some, something back. And kindness, it's not about that. It's 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 not about you, mm. is what true kindness is, you know. And I think that's a big difference between um, um, the world standard of kindness um, and, and what kindness says within within the within scripture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's definitely something that I've you know struggled with a lot. Is like with almost anything I do in my life is like, well, if no one knows about it, well, what's the point, you know? And. Um, I, I think the difference there is like, well, we know that, you know, God does know and God does see, you know, when we we do sacrifice, you know, um, and take time out of our day to do something, um, use up our resources uh, to help a situation or to help a person. Um, whereas, you know, if there's no accountability, you know, to do it, it's, it's a difficult choice to make, I guess. Right. Mm, yeah. It's also like a comfort thing too, because a lot of times, like, well, because you t- touched on it with your opening statement of, well, I don't want to go 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 in there because that can be like an uncomfortable type of sit- of um um a situation. And so it's not loving, you know, or, or or kind in this case to just let um I don't know if perpetuate is the right word, um, like to let sin perpetuate. Yeah. Is that yeah? If, if that makes sense. Perpetrate. Per perpetrate. That's what I'm trying to find. Per perpetrate. Of like, if you just choose to do nothing about it, if you're upon a, a not a not so good um, just situation, like we need to be willing, like regardless of how you feel, regardless of how this person may may feel, to like step in, because mm-hmm. it, it it it's definitely not not kind. It's the absolute opposite of that, because you're thinking thinking more more about your, yourself in that context. Yeah, yeah, and go and going back to the point that that you made, Joey, about you know. What's the point if not if no one else is gonna gonna see what I'm doing this thing for? Uh, it made me think of this verse. It's in Matthew chapter six. It says, "But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you." Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely something where it kind of goes back to you know Josh what you were saying about kindness having to be an attitude of how you live right um because we can't think about it as just like a situational like choice it's like well i want to be a kind person that is what god has called me to be so no matter the circumstances kindness ought to be my response for sure right um so i i guess we've kind of talked about like the difference between like you know when we're supposed to be kind and we've, we've kind of touched on like what isn't kind that the world may say is kind but um what is kindness like we've kind of like talked about it having like a an idea of it already but we've never really we haven't really defined what kindness is so Josh what would you say like kindness is hmm. I felt like I defined that already <laughs> um Hmm. I don't want to word this. 
What does Merriam-Webster have to say about this? <laughs> actually, you know, let's actually look, look, look that, that up. What does Merriam-Webster say? I'm actually kind of fascinated. I'll, I'll, I'll look up the let's Webster see. definition. I want to see if I can find in Scripture a good definition. Oh, man, you're not going to like this. Hmm. Merriam-Webster defines kindness as the quality or state of being kind. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> Helpful. So, so, so basic, but, so, 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 so basically, if, if I feel like it, I'll be kind is what that's saying. I guess. Uh, but, but to be kind is, is uh, to be of a sympathetic or helpful nature. Okay. Um, another definition of a forbearing nature, uh, arising from or characterized by sympathy or forbearance. Um, so sympathetic is one that pops up a lot here. Yeah. Right. Um, and so this isn't a bad definition to start out with. No. Right? Mm. It is, you know, being able to have sympathy for others, and that should drive you to, you know, do what is going to help them in that situation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that definition kind of covers what we were saying earlier in terms of, like, you know... If I see Ware going and punching people on the street, well, my response should be like, he's not in a good place right now. This is not good for him. He needs to be stopped. And that, that's being sympathetic toward him. Um, and that, that's a silly extreme example, right? Um, but obviously, you know, you can use that and, and have it applicable to, you know, when, when someone is, you know, doing something that is destructive to their life. Or you know, destructive to their relationships. It, it is still correct for you to step in, mm-hmm. and it is still a kind thing. Um, you are demonstrating kindness by stopping them, and and talking to them, even if that situation is going to be uncomfortable, even if that situation, you may not feel kind in the moment. You know, you're going to make somebody upset by doing that. I feel like kindness. Sorry, were you about to say something? No, I wasn't. I feel like kindness in that context includes a lot of. Um, making sure that you're respectful of that person yeah, and not just kind of like being, Hey, where big dummy quit mm-hmm. punching people in the streets. Like it, it comes from, and like you were saying, an intention of, I want to help this person. This person is my friend. I need to make sure that they're following God to the best of their abilities. And scripture tells us to approach such things with gentleness and respect. Right. Yeah. Right. So I, I think kindness in that context, um, includes a whole lot of patience, understanding of the person that you're dealing with um and just coming from a a genuine place of respectfulness and respecting the things that are going on in this person's life yeah for sure Cause, like you're never gonna reach someone's trying to bat- bash them over the head and, mm-hmm. um yeah just having i'm glad you brought that up ha- having respect for someone cause i think that's something that we've definitely lost having re- respect and um, it, it's definitely helped me a lot, you know, and it, it's, it's honestly amazing. I, you, you look on like news or you, you look at just, just, just general life stuff and people, people get so heated so fast and they don't want to just talk, talk it out, have like a normal just conversation. And so I, I used to be like that back at high school where I, I had the mindset of, you know, I'm being kind cause I may just let you finish a statement. But 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 I'll, I'll let you finish. But then but but then I'll come back to kind of spite you or you know where my where, where my heart wasn't. Well, let me try and learn where this person's at, 
you know, it, it, um, it was more about me lo- looking a tie tie type of way. You know, I had bad ul- ulterior mo- motives in it, and it's like really truly listening to someone. Like, I don't have to agree with their lifestyle or anything, but it's like it gives me background of like, okay, I don't agree with it, but I understand where you're coming from, and that also enables me to help re- reach them if that makes sense. Yeah, like un- un- understand them. You know, I was I was working at at Brookshire's. And there was a, actually so it was a guy I won't name who this was and and he was a good um, a really good good friend of mine at at Brookshire's and he was in a actually I'm sorry I I was about to misspeak he wasn't in a relationship but 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 he was gay and and he knew where where, where, where I stood on things and and he knew that I was a Christian and he asked me one day at work saying hey well what do Christians believe you know in, in gay marriage and all that stuff. And the conversation never got heated, or it never got, it never got disrespectful, because we both were went, because like we, we both allowed each person to like listen, and and that that true kindness of I, I'm gonna let you talk, and it's and and, and whenever I have a response, it's um um it's not about me trying to put you down or make you look dumb or anything, and and again I never agree with him in any of that, and he never really agreed with me. But it was very um, constructive, and it was very um, good because I I think even though he didn't walk away like converting or like not want to be gay no more, it's like he he still knew where I stood on things, and even though he walked away knowing that I didn't agree with him and that I don't agree with that light light light, light lifestyle, like like we we were still friends the next day, and so I, I feel like we live in a culture now where it's like. You know, it, you know, you know. If if you don't agree with me to like just the fine tooth, not when I fine tooth comb, but it, but but if you don't agree, uh, um, it, but if you don't agree with me to like just every little thing, then we can't be friends, right? And yeah. and, I, and I think that's just really dumb, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people believe that if they if you're on like the, the quote unquote correct side of the argument, or if you're morally superior in your own opinion, then you don't have to be respectful, mm-hmm. because. If they're disagreeing with you, then that somehow makes them less of a person or something like that, and you don't have to be respectful to them in any way because they're like morally incorrect. So. Yeah, yeah. I think it's something that the church has definitely failed on, on that aspect in a lot of ways, right? Um, just in, in in general, very poor job of outreach, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. We're open to everyone, you know, come as you are, unless this, 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 this. Yeah. Well, then we're not going to be able to have a respectful conversation. Um, and, and I appreciate that story where, because, you know, if you had, you know, approached that conversation without kindness and you were disrespectful and you were cutting that person off, like. They would have never listened to another Christian again. No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. They would have probably walked away from that conversation before it ended. Yeah, and then any other time they met someone who claimed to be a Christian, they were like, "Well, we're just not gonna be able to talk." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's absolutely important for us to be able to, you know, remain kind when we're you know talking to people who disagree with us, um, because we would also hope that they are kind and respectful, mm-hmm. listening to us. Yeah. yeah, and I also will say, if you get in a conversation, the and the opposite party is not being respectful to you. Still be respectful to them. Like, like yeah. don't don't match them. Right. You know. Yeah. Our our standard isn't other people. Our standard is Christ, um, who was mocked at, who was spit on, and remained you know respectful the entire time. Yeah. And still said, Father, they know not what they do. Please forgive them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
so yeah, I think we've kind of gotten a good understanding of like what it is to be kind, you know, how to, um, how to approach other people, um, dealing with people who are unkind, people, dealing with people who disagree with us, um, and we're, we're still called to be sympathetic to them, to, um, to see where they're at and, and do what we can to help them out, right? Um, and, you know, that also extends to the small things, right? You know, the, the world's definition of kindness is not entirely wrong, right? It, it's just missing some factors, right? It's still yeah. a kind thing to hold open the door for somebody. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that we're still called to do as Christians, right? Are, are these little things where it doesn't take much out of us to go out of our way to make someone else's life a little bit better, right? Yep. Um, but also in these big things, in these big arenas, uh, we have to be able to have uncomfortable discussions uh, and be kind. And we have to, um, even when no one else is going to see us, right, we have to do the kind thing without taking any credit most of the time. How can we get better at being kind with others? Mm. Practical things we can do. Because, you know, Joey, you mentioned the small things. I feel like we, we're all, we're always so focused on like, you know, you know, you know, the big things, you know, what are the big things? Well, to do the big things, you have to have that, that foundation of doing the small things right. Right. And so, you know, what, what are steps we can take to be, because like, I'm, I'm not perfect at this. I'm not, there's times I do things with the wrong intentions and, you know, all that, you know, the things that we, that we discuss. And so, you know, and also, I want to say this, if you're watching this, we're not three, none of us here in this panel are great at this or perfect at this whatsoever. We're still trying to work on this ourselves. And so, yeah, so what are things we can do to, like, practical steps to be more kind toward, towards others? That's a good question. I think that, um, first, I think that you have to take a step back and analyze your life, right? See, Am I a generally kind person, or do I just not care about the world around me and just kind of do my own thing? Yeah. Um, and until you've done that, I, I think that it's going to be hard to improve, right? Because you need to have a baseline of where you're at. Um, and with anything in life, I think accountability is the biggest answer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it can be something extremely simple of, you know— text a friend hey i want to be better at being kind um can you hold me accountable in this and you know when you find somebody it could be as simple as once a day you text each other you know what's something kind that you did today working on those small things um because if it's just you trying to figure it out by yourself you're gonna do a pretty poor job at that right um but i think keeping a notebook or, or something like that where you're writing down you know things that other people have done to you that are kind. And if you're getting more kindness done to you than you're putting out into the world, well, maybe figure out how to fix that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because also through that, you're getting ideas, well, what are other people doing that you find kind? How can you do that for someone else? Um, I don't know. Those are just some ideas that immediately come to mind. I'm sure there's better. but uh, Yeah, uh, I think also just... Being honest before God and just it being like, God, I'm not a kind person. Could you please change my heart on this? And I, I know that's like the most cliche answer to give is to, oh, just pray about it. But it is it is 
prayer is an incredibly undervalued asset that we have. We literally have God that we can talk to who has the power to change the intentions of our heart if he wants to. And all we have to do is ask and believe that he will and he, mm-hmm. and he can. So I, I think that prayer is an incredibly important aspect of anything that we want to change about ourselves, whether we want to be, you know, less angry about things or control um, our impulsive reactions to things or if we want to be kinder to people. I think it's a very, very important and very, very vital, I would say, to to just be honest in front of God and say, hey, this is something that I need to be better at, and I recognize that I'm not doing good at this. Could you please help me and change the intentions of my heart? And I, I believe that he's faithful to do that. Yeah. I, th- I think for, for me, being willing to sacrifice my time more because um, I'm – I, I won't say I'm naturally like, like I, I can plan things, but I'm not just like a, a big planner, but I'm more of like, uh, Oh, well, well here's kind of like my daily r- r- routine. And I don't want to break that r- routine of like, cause I'm so used to use, use, using my time this way. And so many times I'll put people onto, onto the back burner because like, Oh, well I'm doing this at this time or whatever. When it's like th- this other thing can wait or I can move this to a different day. You know, I, it, I don't have to do it on this exact day at this exact time. I, I, I can sacrifice time and I can move, move, move things around. Now there are times in life in which that, that can't ha- happen, but there's plenty of times in every Christian's life when it's like, Hey, this thing can wait because this person needs help or, or I need to be kind of this per, per, per person. So that's one thing I need to get be, be, better at is learning how to better just sacrifice my time. Yeah. I think that's something that uh, I know I struggle with a lot. Right. Um, and, and I think at the end of the day, it does come down to, to being selfish a little mm-hmm. bit, right? We want to knock out every single thing that needs to get done so that, you know, I can have my me time, right? Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes we get so so caught up in, in, in these little things of like, I'm spending five minutes to, to help somebody out or to, you know, Maybe I need to call somebody, um, encourage them, uh, but I'm so selfish with my time that I'm not going to give that up. Um, I think that's a good point. Yeah. But Josh, on what you were saying um, about asking God, you know, uh, to make you a kinder person, one one of my favorite quotes. It's from Evan Almighty. Mm. The the movie about the guy who becomes Noah in the 21st century. Interesting. God, in the movie, portrayed by Morgan Freeman, he gives this quote. And it's applicable to a lot of things, right? Um, I have no idea like Josh, where this is going. Josh, the, the guy who plays, well, well, not Noah himself, but the guy who turns into Noah, it, it's played by Steve Carell. Steve Carell. I don't know who Steve Famous Carell is. Famous for being Michael Scott on The Office. Oh, my gosh. You got to go watch the movie. But he says this quote, and I'm, not, I'm changing the quote a little bit. But, you know, he oh, says, if you, if you ask God... To be kinder. Is he just going to, you know, fill you with warm feelings of kindness and all of a sudden you're this kind person? No. He's going to give you opportunities where you have to choose kindness. And um, that's the quote. I like the quote a lot. And, and I think that it's absolutely applicable. You know, if, you're, if, you're, if we're going to pray to God and ask us to be a kinder person, God is just going to present us with opportunities where we still have to choose that, right? Sure. It, it's not something that God just, you know, flips a switch um, and so with anything, you know, we do have to seek God in prayer. Uh, but then also we have to be willing to make the change. 
Sure, right? but I do think that God can absolutely change the intentionality of your heart because mm-hmm. right, he, right. he does it's that both. after salvation too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I, I, I was not disagreeing with what you were saying by any means. I got you. Um, I, I, I was just saying it's also something that we have to be prepared to put work into, right? Yeah. Um, it, 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 it is God pulling us closer, but also us going along with God. Um, so... I, I forgot about that quote. I like that quote. I thought I thought you were about to say whenever Morgan Freeman is is um he he grabs us spoilers. <laughs> spoilers <laughs> he, for Evan Almighty. Yes, if if you it's at the end of the movie. Um, he's teaching the whole le- 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 lesson because Steve Carell. I, I can't I can't remember if Steve Carell missed it at the end of the movie or I, I can't remember what happened. But after they 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 redo the whole like Noah's Ark and all that stuff, he goes I, I just don't un 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 understand he draws like arc with 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 a stick and and, and into there he goes a random act of kindness yeah oh my god i thought that's you i thought that's what you were no i was not gonna pull that Um, it spells arc i remember okay full disclosure we were watching that movie for the first time i think i think i saw my mom like tear up a little bit (laughs) 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 i I love that movie me me and my brother watched that movie a lot Mm. growing up um but no, that reminds me of something else um, that we could talk about for a little bit. Before we move on, is there anything else that we need to talk about with, you know, what is kindness? I think that we've gotten a pretty good foundation and establishment there. Yeah, I think we covered it. No. Okay. So. Bruce Almighty. Bruce. Oh, no, not <laughs> Bruce Almighty. No. Um, a simple, practical way to get better at kindness. Mm-hmm is something that we did growing up in student ministry. Oh, yeah. Rack time. Mm-hmm. We did not call it arc time. We switched around <laughs> the, the A and the R, but we did random acts of kindness. Um, I'm unfamiliar. Uh, Josh, this may have been before you started coming to our church because um, we, we, we only have done this a few times. But rack time was basically where we would split up all the students uh, in different leaders' vehicles and we just go around t- town doing random acts of kindness. Oh, is this the one where we would put like the sticky notes on yeah. people's cars? Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. You know, we we'd go get a, a, a pen and paper, um, write notes to people. I remember there was one time that um we just uh, we had we had brought like a Walmart gift card mm-hmm. into Walmart, uh, and we just prayed and and um and tried to figure out you know who was gonna be blessed by this, and we went up and you know. Had a conversation with the person, told us who we were, uh, and th- and that was a witnessing opportunity for us, right? Yeah. Because we're able to you know talk about why we're doing this, but also it, it is something just practical for them, so they can see you know our heart in that, right? Mm-hmm. And that we actually care about their needs and want to you know spread kindness. Yeah, um, we we would do the sticky notes, the the gift card thing, and we also would we can't do it no 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 more, but there were times we would go to. Either a hospital or, or um or um or go to a nurse home, right? Um, and we would talk talk to, to patients and, mm-hmm. and and pray over them. Yeah, I remember that. I remember sometimes just bringing a small little gift basket. It just had you know some snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, if and, people and going are into a uh, into a hospital, I don't, I don't remember what department or whatever you would call it. But. Yeah. If you're looking into doing this, if you're watching this vi- video, if you go into a nurse home or a hospital and y'all are allowed to do it. 
older people like bananas. That's <laughs> they, what we learned. They really do like they bananas. Do. Also, if you're planning on doing it, call ahead. Yes. Yes, call <laughs> ahead, very important. Please do not show up to a nursing home with a box of bananas unannounced. We we learned show that the hard boxes. we learned that the hard way one year. We straight up didn't I think like the first time we had that idea, we showed up with a big car like bananas. <laughs> they, <laughs> they kicked us out. Um but no, that those were times that impacted me in terms of just we would do it like once every two months maybe. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it was it normally wasn't something planned. Uh, it was planned, but not like we knew when it was happening. It was just show up one night. And we're like, guys, we want to do some rack time tonight. Yeah. Just go out into the community and just um, kind of spread kindness. You know, we did something similar this summer. Um, mm-hmm. We got a big ice chest full of water and popsicles and just went out to a local park. Passed stuff out, got to talk to people. Yep. Um, those are more planned ways, and those may be a little bigger than what we were talking about before in terms of just practically trying to become a more kind person. But um, I think those are also just easy opportunities that people have to, you know, get out there. For sure. Is that all we got? Yep. That's all I got. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Back in the Gap podcast on our talk about kindness. See y'all next week and have a dang good day.